In connection with Tess Kislev, the birthday and the istalkos of the Mitte of the Rebbe, we will discuss quotes from the Rebbe in various sikhas over the years, and also from a Maimer explaining deeper insights what Tess Kislev means. In the Maimer of Shabbos Parsheva Yetzi, the 9th of Kislev Tovshin Lamed Beis, late 1971, Towards the end of the Maimer, the Rebbe explains, quoting from the Tzemach Tzedek, Benigeta the Histalkos of the Mittel Rebbe, that such a Histalkos we don't find since the time of the passing of Rab Shimon ben Yechoi. And as it is told in the introduction of the Sefer Teres Chaim, which are my modern discourses of the Mittel Rebbe, Introduction was written by his son, Rab Nochem, and he writes that his father was speaking right before the Istalkus for an hour and more till he reached the Pasik, the verse, Ki Imcham Chayim, that with you is the source of life. You refers to Hashem. He did not c- complete the word Chayim. And he was nostalgic. The Rebbe explains that the verse Ki Imcha Meker Chayim means that the mocker of Chayim, the source of life, is completely bottled, is in a state of nullification and connected to Hashem. And this is basically what we find by Rab Shimon ben Yechoi, Bechat Ketir is Katarno, that with one knot he connected with Hashem. In the same sense, we see it by the istalkus of the Mittel Rebbe with the verse Ki Imcha Mekeir Chayim In a Sicha Tes Kislev Tovshem Memtes late 1988 the Rebbe elaborates on the fact that Tes Kislev is the birth date and also the Yemai Lula of the Mittel Rebbe and as we see also a quote from our sages, as the Rebbe quotes in the Sicha, that the Ebishter sits and fills the years of the Tzadikim from day to day. That in this day, Tes Kislev, the Mittel Rebbe, was born, and this very same day, years later, was the Istalkos and the Lula of the Mittel Rebbe. And the Rebbe continues that by most of the tzaddikim, that we know not only the day of their passing, but also their birthday, it, it, it does not usually happen on the same day. As we see it by the Rabbeim, Nesir Chabad, that the Mittel Rebbe is the only one amongst the Rabbeim that was born and nostalgic in the very same day. The Rebbe explains that nevertheless, it does not contradict to the quote of our sages, as mentioned earlier, that Abishta calculates exactly from day to day, because in this concept there are many levels. Which means to say, the Rebbe says, that by all the tzaddikim, there is a union of memalish niseim, that the Abishta fills the years, calculates their years, their age from day to day. And then there are tzaddikim by whom it is in a revealed state. In the Sicha Shabbos Parsha Vayetze, Tes Kislev Tovshin Yud Aleph, late 1950, the Rebbe quotes from a letter 
of the previous Rebbe about an event that took place by the Rebbe Rashab Tes Kislev that was also Shabbos Parshev Ayetze Tofresh Nun Zayin late 1896 the Rebbe then said a mimer and there was also a fabrengen and the Rebbe Rashab said that observing a Yema Ilula, a day of a passing of a tzaddik by learning the tale of the Bala Ilula and making a fabrengen this is considered a pidyon nefesh a pan that is given over to the Bala Ilula and the Rebbe says we can very easily understand that if there would have been an opportunity to go in now to the Mittal Rebbe and hand him a pigeon, surely everyone would rush to do it. They wouldn't think twice and they would do it immediately. So the Rebbe says, based on what is mentioned earlier from the Rebbe Rashab, there is an opportunity now to give a pigeon to the Mittal Rebbe in the Fabrengen that is taking place now, and in studying his Teira after the Fabrengen, when everybody will return home, to learn something in one of the Svarim of the Mittal Rebbe, the Bala Ilula. In Shabbos Parshavah Yetzi, Tes Kislev, Tovshim Membez, late 1981, the Rebbe derives Lessons and the Rebbe mentions directives that based on what is mentioned earlier it is understood that this is the most appropriate time and the most auspicious time to take upon oneself good resolutions to an increase in the study of Chassidus in a greater measure in a manner of Recheves HaNohar which means the river banks, in the same sense that the river flows over its banks, in the same sense that by the Mittler Rebbe, Chsidas was said for hours as a river that overflows. And the Rebbe said, simply this means an increase in the study of Chsidas in quantity and quality. And this will accomplish the general concept of love of Hashem and fear of Hashem, and especially, in particular, that the general concept of love of Hashem, a fear of Hashem, is amongst the mitzvahs that are steady at all times. And also women are obligated in these mitzvahs, as mentioned many times. We're concluding with a sikha from the Rebbe Tes Kislev, Tov Shinun, where the Rebbe connects Teskislev and Yudkislev together. Teskislev being the Yema um, Ilula of the Mittal Rebbe and Yudkislev being the Yema Geula, the day of his redemption. That through the Aveda of Eitzadik, that elevates the Maila, and then it brings down all the Hamshochas, all the Yeshuas, all the blessings here, Lemato, in this world. So, Bamela, this accomplishes a union of a redemption for himself, for his family, for his students, for the whole Jewish nation. So, this is basically how from Yem Ha'ilula we enter the Yem Ha'gula. 
Tomorrow we will continue discussing the Yem Hagula. Aguten Yomtev. The Hemshech to the earlier installment regarding Tes Kislev, the Yemai Ledes and the Yemai Lula of the Mittel Rebbe, the birth date and the day of the Istalkos, and in addition, celebrating Yud Kislev, the Geula of the Mittel Rebbe, we now discuss various facts as they appear in the Rebbe's writings and talks. In his writings, in Kislev Tofresh Sadigimel, late 1932, the Rebbe recorded some details which relate to the Mittel Rebbe's arrest and liberation. The person who made a libel on the Mittel Rebbe was a relative to the Mittel Rebbe from his mother's side. His name was Simcha Litman. The Mittel Rebbe did not sit in jail but in a house seemingly from the government institutions one of the mazes of the Mamshala. The house was later purchased by the Rebbe Marash. When they notified the Mittel Rebbe that he is free, or when they came to release him, he was in the middle of delivering a Maimer, a discourse for Chassidim. The Maimer began with the words, Ato Echod Veshimcha Echod, since this was taking place, Shabbos at Mincha time. Professor Habenthal accomplished that the Mittel Rebbe was not placed in a prison and that Chassidim were allowed to come in to the Mittel Rebbe in order to daven with the Minyan and that he be able to say Chassidus. And that is also including the last Shabbos that he was in prison that he said then the Maimer for Chassidim the limit was 50 Chassidim every Shabbos for a Maimer. The assistant of the general gubernator of Vitebsk with the Mittel Rebbe was imprisoned, disclosed that the reason the case was moving slow, things were not being processed quickly, was because the general gubernator felt pleased and comfortable speaking to the daughter of the Mittel Rebbe who was involved in the case. And he would call her to explain specifics because the daughter of the Mittel Rebbe, the daughters of the Mittel Rebbe were nice looking. The, the daughters, because <coughs> the daughters of the Mittel Rebbe were nice looking and he was attracted to them. And therefore he prolonged the case and the processing. When this became known to the daughters, they stopped coming to him. Referring to what was mentioned earlier, the mimer that the Mittel Rebbe said during which his release took place, the Rebbe explains in his mimer of Shabbos Parshav Ayetze, Tes Kislev Tovshin Lamed Beis, late 1971, that the contents of the mimer and the timing of the mimer of the Mittel Rebbe which was Shabbos Mincha, most auspicious time of Shabbos, accomplished the Gula, the liberation. The Maimer itself accomplished the Padre Vishalom Navshi, the liberation. Since this reflects a special, intense, godly energy drawn down from above. Another aspect, Benegir, to this Maimer, in the middle of delivering this Maimer, the Mittel Rebbe stopped and said, Shah. 
Pnu Mokim Dertatido. It should become quiet, free up space, for my father is here. And the Rebbe explains that being that the Alter Rebbe and Mitel Rebbe symbolize the attributes of Chachmon Bina, which these two attributes are considered as close friends, therefore the Alter Rebbe arrived from high up to partake in the redemption of the Mitel Rebbe. The Rebbe explains in his Maimer, mentioned earlier from Teskis of Tavshin Lamed Beis, that the actual Geula, being able to return home on Sunday, the 10th of Kislev, actually took place on the 10th day of Kislev. This is also reflected in the day's Shir Tilim, in the daily Tilim of the 10th of Kislev, which we also recite the verse, Pada Vishalim Nafshi, He has redeemed my soul in peace. This day became a Yom Tif. In Tafri Sadi Gimel, as mentioned earlier, late 1932, when the Minyan began saying Tachnun by Mincha of Tes Kislev, the ninth of Kislev, the previous Rebbe instructed not to say Tachnun, since it is already Erev Yud Kislev. So therefore we don't say Tachnun then. The Rebbe, in the Sicha of Ayetzeh, the 9th of Kislev Tavshin Yutes, late 1958, explains that one of the reasons that Yud Kislev did not become a Yom Tov celebration as Yutes Kislev, the 19th of Kislev, is because the next year after his redemption, he was nostalgic on the 9th of Kislev. This was just a day short of a full year since his release, when his Geula would have been marked, commemorated for the first time. Therefore, the celebration never got off the ground. Antes Kislev Tovshim Memtes, late 1988. The Rebbe gave us directives for this day, Yud Kislev, and also for this time in the year. There should be an increase in the study of Chassidus, and especially in the Maimorim, the discourses of the Mittel Rebbe, and as a continuation to these days, to utilize the month of Kislev with an increase in the study of Teda and in particular Hasidus. Shabbos Vayetze Tovshin Nun, late 1989, the Rebbe elaborated that despite the fact that the Mittel Rebbe was imprisoned by non-Jews, but eventually they realized on their own that they need to release him and they actually did this. This, as well as the Geul of the Alter Rebbe and the Geulahs of the following Rebbes, contributed in a great measure to the Birur refinement of the nations, to the extent that they acknowledged the truth of Teira and Elikus. The Hemshech to the earlier installments, Benigir to Tess and Yud Kislev, relating to the Mittel Rebbe, we're now continuing discussing additional facts as cited by the Rebbe in his writings and talks. The first point is the title, the reference. In Hebrew, the Mittel Rebbe is referred to Admur Ho Emtsoi. The Rebbe elaborated on this title with a few insights on several occasions as follows. 
One Nikuda that the Rebbe elaborated and brought out what this reference means and contains. The word Mitteler means the middle. Middle is appropriate to say when there is one prior to it and one who follows after. In this case, the Alter Rebbe is the one prior to the Mitteler Rebbe and the Tzemach Tzedek is the one who is after, who was the successor after the Stalkos of the Mitteler Rebbe. On another occasion, the Rebbe explained that from a deeper perspective, it, this signifies that it consists of both of them together. So I, the Alte Rebbe and the Tzemach Tzedek. This stands out particularly in the Chesidus of the Mitteler Rebbe, which was overflowing as a river overflows its banks. A second fact, Benegir to the Mitteler Rebbe, it was in the summer of the year Tafresh Tzadik Hay, 1935. The Rebbe recorded in his writings some interesting facts about the Mittel Rebbe's height and color in comparison to the Alter Rebbe and the Tzemach Tzedek. The Alter Rebbe was tall and his hair color was blonde, not red. The Mittel Rebbe was somewhat shorter than the Alter Rebbe and also his hair color was blonde. Rab Chaim Avram, the middle son of the Alter Rebbe, was taller than the Alter Rebbe. The Tzemach Tzedek was taller than the Mittel Rebbe and his hair color was more reddish. Amongst the Tzemach Tzedek's children, some of them had black hair. Now, continuing to fact three. Benigea a picture. In the Sikha of the 10th of Kislev Tovshin Dalad Mem, late 1983, the Rebbe discusses the lack of a picture of the Mittel Rebbe. And the Rebbe says as follows, Because it is through the agency of Taylor that Jews can transcend the temporary limits of the world, it is by our study of the Mittel Rebbe's Taylor, particularly that we relive the events of Yud Kislev. Such a reliving becomes much more vivid when we picture the Mittel Rebbe standing opposite us when we learn his Teda. As our sages state in Talmud Yerushalmi, whoever repeats a saying should picture its author as if he stands opposite him. The Rebbe continues, there's a problem, however, in picturing the Mittel Rebbe. A portrait or picture of every Rebbe exists except of the Mittel Rebbe. How then, when learning the Mittel Rebbe's Teda, is one to fulfill the directive to picture the author as if he stands opposite him? The Rebbe explains, when learning Teda, a Jew grasps Hashem. You are taking me, as Hashem says, Eisi Atem Leichim. For, says Hashem, I have placed my soul in writing. Expression in the Talmud, the tractate of Shabbos, Anon Nafshik Sovis Yehovis, meaning that Hashem placed his very essence into the Teda. When one learns Teda, he therefore grasps Hashem's essence. Tzadikim are similar to their Creator, and Tzadikim also place their souls in their writings.
When one learns a tzaddik's teda, he grasps the author. Therefore, although no portrait of the Mitel Rebbe exists, the idea of the author stands opposite him is affected through learning the Mitel Rebbe's teda. Just as one grasps Hashem, although he has no body and no form. We continue now to the fourth fact, Benegea the Mitel Rebbe. The concept of a seemingly undesirable factor, which ultimately is positive, can also be seen in regards to the Mitel Rebbe. Indeed, his very name, Doiv, the Hebrew for bear, expresses this concept. A bear is a non-kosher animal. Furthermore, there are other animals, for example, the eagle and the lion, which, though non-kosher, are still included in Hashem's Merkava, in the vision of Hashem's chariot. Nothing of that nature is mentioned in regard to the bear. In Daniel's prophecy, he describes a specific kingdom that resembles the bear. They eat and drink like bears and are heavily laden with meat like bears. Therefore, the bear reflects an approach dominated by the material and physical. The same applies regarding the Mithal Rebbe's second name, bear. It is merely a translation of the Hebrew name, doiv, without any significance of its own. However, the concept of meat also has its source in the spiritual realms, and it is from there that it is reflected in our world. This is related to the concept of the Evodim de Malka, the limbs of the king, the 248 positive commandments. By fulfilling those commandments, it is as if we bring into being these 248 limbs. Heavily laden with meat refers to the service of tshuva, which brings about an increase of a totally different type of merits, which bring about an, an increase as it were of meat in the spiritual realms. From this spiritual reality is drawn down the existence of entities which are heavily laden with meat. The Hemshech to the earlier installments regarding the Mithal Rebbe, we now continue with installment number four, discussing some aspects about the Mithal Rebbe's Maimodim discourses. Tess Kislev Tovshin Yud Beis, that's late 1951. The Rebbe spoke a sicha in which the Rebbe relayed stories about the Mithal Rebbe. In one of the stories, the Rebbe said, that the Mithal Rebbe would say a lot of chassidus, and quite often. The Maril, Rabbi Yehuda Leib, the son of the Tzemach Tzedek, would constantly visit the Mithal Rebbe, who was his grandfather, and the Mithal Rebbe would lean on him when he said chassidus. He referred to the Maril as Meinstender, which is as a shtender that a person leans on, in the same sense the Mithal Rebbe leaned on his grandson. In the time of the Mithal Rebbe, as mentioned earlier, there was a riboy, a great number of inyanim of chassidus, and um, sometimes 
a Shabbos that the Mitzvah the Rebbe would say three Maimorim in one Shabbos. And there was one time that he said a Maimer four in the morning, four a.m. The Rebbe says the lesson that we derive from this is that a person could learn Chassidus even three times in one day and also at night and even in the middle of the night, four a.m. Although according to the limitation of Shulchan Aruch, a person still needs to sleep then. It is still before the time of Ira Shachar waking up with the morning star. This story the Rebbe told during a Fabrengen, Yud Kislev Tavshin Chavbeis, the 10th of Kislev Tavshin Chavbeis, Parashe Vayetze, late 1961. And at that Fabrengen, the Rebbe said three Maimorim, which was very exceptional. The Mitzvah of the Rebbe's Maimorim were known to be long. Sometimes we see a Maimah that is published in Tereir, which are Maimorim of the Alter Rebbe. And when the Mitzvah of the Rebbe, in his Sefer Teras Chaim, and Chumish, Breshis, and Shmois, elaborates on those Maimarim, we see how it's broadened in a very great extent, to a great extent. For example, a Maimar of the Alter Rebbe, which is two pages by the Mitter Rebbe, it is developed sometimes into ten pages and more. A Maimar of the Mitter Rebbe which is known as a long Maimer, is the Maimer in Teres Chaim Chumash Shmois, Pasha Bishalach. It begins with the Pasik of Tipel Aleim, a Mosav of Achat. It is 40 pages, and Chsidim referred to this Maimer as Tipel Hagodel, the big Tipel. The Rebbe records in his manuscripts Winter Tofresh Tzadik Hay, that is late 1934, that the Mitzvah Rebbe and the Tzemach Tzadik and the Rebbe Marash did not want that people should be medayik, should be particular in their words in the Maimorim. The Alter Rebbe was particular that people should be medayik, should delve into it, into the um, words, every word of the Maimer. In Tav Shem Mem Gimel, late 1982, the Rebbe, speaking about the Ushpizin of the Mitzvah Rebbe, says that the Mitzvah Rebbe was distinguished by his elaborate and lengthy explanations of Chsidis. And this is the idea of delight, in contrast to when a concept is only in a basic form, since the Mitzvah Rebbe is the union of the attribute of Bina, which is connected with Atik, with the deeper level in the attribute of Keser, of Crown, which is the idea of delight, the union of Tainuk. Therefore, the teachings of the Mitzvah Rebbe reveal the idea of delight in the study of the esoteric, 
similar to the idea of delight in the Tera of Mesha. The Ushpizin of Mesha Rabbeinu and the Mitol Rebbe are in the same evening, the fourth night of Sukkot. In Tavshin Yudalev Shabbos Parshevo Eira, which is beginning of 1951, the Rebbe relates that when the Mitol Rebbe would say Chesides, it was very quiet. The audience, Chesidim, very quiet. Still, there were times in the middle of the Maimed he would say, Sha, Sha, it should become quiet. And the Rebbe Rashab explained, because this was to quiet down the gushing thoughts of his prolific mind. And the Rebbe asks, what is the need to quiet down the Nevias HaMeichen, the thoughts of his prolific mind? The Rebbe bases it on what he explained earlier, that since when the mind is gushing thoughts, sometimes it is difficult for someone to stop and make a decision. There are thoughts in one direction, there are thoughts in another direction. As the Rebbe mentions, that the most difficult day in the week for him was Shabbos. He couldn't write it down. And there were thoughts in one direction, thoughts in a different direction, and that was an agony, not being able to write it down and to study it and review it. So therefore the Rebbe says, by the middle of the Rebbe we find also at times that he says, delay canal. He mentions a thought, a concept, explains it, and then later he gives another explanation and he says, delay canal, not like the original explanation. Although everything was written and published in the Maimer, but still, because of the gushing thoughts of his prolific mind, there were thoughts reflecting in opposite directions. In a Fabringen Yutzva Tovshin Lamedzayin, 1977, the Rebbe discusses how one can figure out a Maimer Hasidus of the Rabbeim, which Rebbe said it. Each one had an expression specific expression that they use quite often and this will help a person distinguish between the Maimarim of one Rebbe and another Rebbe. By the Mittel Rebbe it was Vidal. Many times and quite often that when he would end, complete a whole paragraph or a whole segment of a page, he would write Vidal. Vidal means it is sufficient for someone that is wise. Vidal is the acronym Vidai Lechakima. It is sufficient for a wise person. In Tavshem Mem Zayin, Tishrei time, late 1986, the Rebbe explains the Vidal is also an acronym it is sufficient for someone that understands. And the Rebbe attributes this expression, as mentioned earlier, that is usually found 
in the discourses of the Mitra Rebbe. And the Rebbe says this has a connection with redemption because amongst the different prophecies that are mentioned in regards to the end of the days, it says, that there will be clarification, there will be cleansing, there will be refinement. And how does he conclude? The smart people will understand. So that is the expression, it is sufficient for one who understands. The Hemshech to the earlier installment regarding the Mittel Rebbe, we now continue and conclude with installment number five, discussing an overview of the Mittel Rebbe's activities in spreading Tera. The Rebbe Erev Abrengen said as follows, the lesson that we can learn from a leader relates to the fundamental qualities which distinguished his service. An analysis of the historical background during which the Mittel Rebbe assumed the leadership of the Hasidic community reveals his unique personal qualities. This was during the Napoleon Wars and the immediate after. Those wars had laid waste to the areas in Russia in which the greater proportion of the Jewish community lived. Houses had been destroyed, places of business ruined, many Jews were wandering homeless. Likewise, in a spiritual sense, the French invasion had left its mark. The Altarebbe had described Napoleon as a contrary force to godliness. Even after his defeat, his influences remained. The Mittel Rebbe accepted the leadership of the Hasidic community in such a setting. Immediately upon accepting that authority, despite the difficulties present, he began a variety of activities intended to spread Teda. Those activities included efforts to advance the study of Nigla, the revealed part of Teda and Hasidic thought. Amongst his achievements in these activities was the publication of the Shulchan Aruch of the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe had written the Shulchan Aruch in the year Tovkuf Lamed Gimel, 1773, while a student of the Magid of Mezrich. For 40 years it had not been printed. The above activity took place only one year after the Mittel Rebbe became Rebbe. Despite the problem of arranging the material for publication and the technical difficulties involved in printing a four-volume text, he was able to produce a major work in such a short amount of time. Similarly, in the realm of Hasidic thought, the Mittel Rebbe made major contributions. Among the efforts in that direction were the recitation of lengthier and more detailed Hasidic discourses. The previous Rebbe compared the Mittel Rebbe's explanation and elaboration of the Alter Rebbe's ideas to the manner in which the power of Bina understanding develops and unfolds the germ concept produced by the power of Chochmah wisdom. In addition, the Mittel Rebbe began a significant effort to publish Hasidic texts. In the year Tovkuf Ayin Vov, 
1816, only four years after he became Rebbe, he published the Alter Rebbe's commentary on the Siddur. Afterwards, he published other texts of the Alter Rebbe as well as many of his own works. These efforts to spread Teda, regardless of the challenges of the surrounding situation, provide a lesson for ourselves. As mentioned, the Mittal Rebbe assumed leadership of the Hasidic community while he himself was fleeing from Napoleon. Most of his first year as Rebbe was spent traveling through White Russia and the Ukraine, encouraging and assisting in the settlement of his displaced followers. Nevertheless, from the very beginning of his leadership, he was actively involved in spreading Teda. A parallel can be drawn to our present situation. Even though the destruction, both in the physical and spiritual sense, wrought by the Holocaust has not been forgotten, the example of the Mittal Rebbe should encourage us to be active in spreading Teda. Another occasion in Tovshin Memhei 1985, the Rebbe urged Rab Aaron Chitrik, the chief librarian at the time, to begin preparing the manuscripts and discourses of the Mittal Rebbe for publishing. The Rebbe cites the fact that the Mittal Rebbe, more than other Rebbes, added with all formats of exertion that Chsidim should learn his Maimorim. This is when he published his own Svarim in his lifetime. It was then, in the mid-Tovshimem's 1980s and on, that new volumes of the Mittal Rebbe's Maimorim were published for the first time. This included his Maimorim on Chumash, from Vayikro through Dvorim, on Nevi'im, Ksuvim, and Chasana discourses.